0: Hey, everybody. Jim here to let you know that this episode of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast is brought to you by the Hulu original series Hellstrom. Right in time for Halloween, Hellstrom is a mature, suspenseful, mysterious, scary, dark, thrilling, chilling, authentic, edgy, action-packed series. It's produced by Marvel Television and is more horror than hero and perfect for October, the scariest month of the year. The best thing is you don't have to wait until Halloween. To get your treats because all the episodes of Hulu's Hellstrom are now streaming only on Hulu. I mean now. You go over now, you're going to be watching the Hellstrom. Hellstrom is essentially the story of a very complicated family. A woman who fell in love with a bad guy, discovered it much too late, and a horrible traumatic family incident that tore everyone apart. I mean, that is crazy enough. It's a story of two broken children who were estranged and raised separately, becoming two very different people. And this is not a story about kids discovering their powers and being all happy and all about that. They're adults who have grown up apart and now have to learn to deal with the emotional baggage they've acquired throughout the years. And most families have skeletons in their closet, demons, stuff like that. I know my family's crazy enough. Nothing like the Hellstroms. And again, the best thing is you can go over right this instant, go over to Hulu and start streaming the Hulu original series Hellstrom right now. Now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Jim here. And for this Thursday, for our little bit of a special spotlight deal, to show you what we do over on our Patreon a bit, I'm going to be playing here An episode that I did with my man, Stork, where we went through the first comic book that he ever did read, and it's one that pretty much messed him up, as you'll see. Messed him up for many a year. It is Batman number 414 from 1987. A comic that Stork ended up getting a few years later in a sealed pack of the KB Toys and Hobbies. But again, this is something that we just started doing on our Patreon where I go and talk to members of the Get Fresh group and talk about their first or best comic book that they have read. So we're going to go off to that and if you like what you hear and want to hear more of said things just to kind of show you what we do on the Patreon, go over to patreon.com slash weird science and check out a ton of other shows a lot like this and a lot exactly like this because i'm going to continue doing these with everybody i hope everybody in the get fresh crew and i hope that you enjoyed this and off we go me and stork talking again batman number 414 from 1987 Everybody and welcome to what I am going to call the first and best uh, podcast. I'm here with Stork. How are you doing, Storky?
1: Great. How are you doing, Jim?
0: Um, terrible, as always. And <laughs> with that, though, this is the idea. And it's funny because Stork ended up getting a hold of me and saying, you should do a podcast with people about like the first issue of comics that they read or stuff like that. And it has been something that I've been kicking around for a while. Trying to figure out how to do it And it, it is a perfect deal Especially with the Get Fresh boop, beep, boop, To kind of get the idea And I think that I like the idea of the first issue That you read Because that doesn't mean that you liked it It doesn't mean <laughs> that it ended up Making you a comic book fan for life A lot of times as you'll see with this one It may have turned a little stork Off of comics And <laughs> maybe even Batman for a little But what is your favorite character In comic story?
1: Well, my favorite character actually is Batman. Okay. Uh,
0: that's, I wanted to make sure because this would have been the thing if this was my first Batman issue. I wouldn't have liked Batman anymore. But so Batman is your favorite character in comics. What is your favorite story? What is your favorite Batman story?
1: Uh, I think my favorite actually is uh, from a, a guy that you love. I know Grant Morrison, uh, the ah, yes. uh, Arkham. Uh, what's it called? A scary place on a scary. Uh, place. Yeah, yeah, You know talking about. You're
0: talking about that. Actually, I think that they were going to come out with like a an anniversary deal or even a other version that I think was just canceled recently. Something along oh, with really? that. Uh yeah, which sucks for you, but not for me. <laughs> I I don't mind Grant Morrison. Actually, it's it's Eric hates him. I just kind of sometimes it ends up you know making my head spin. But Definitely. I love the Dick Grayson Batman and the Damian stuff. From when Batman was Mm -hmm. missing by Grant Morrison I really do like that Now, so you ended up And how old were you when you got this issue? Because the issue that we're talking about The first issue that you read is a Batman book It's Batman number 414 It originally came out December of 1987 But you got it a couple years
1: later, right? Correct I would have been 11 at least In 89 Mm -hmm. And uh, I got it in a three pack from a toy store at the local mall. Uh, I believe my mother bought it for me at that point. And yes. it came with uh, a millennium tie-in and a Dick Grayson commiserating with Jason Todd over what an asshole Batman was.
0: Yes. Issue. And, and yeah. what's
1: weird, what's weird about this is a lot of people and most people
0: have gotten these packs. You know, you, you end up getting, you know, a three pack. Even some are like six packs. Uh, one that I got the last time I did, I got it at an Ollie's and it was just the fact that I'm like, eh, screw it. And it was like 50 cents and I ended up getting it. And the cover had like a new 52, I think, Batwoman issue. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I did like that run hmm. of Batwoman. And then the other five, all convergence issues. And I was pissed. <laughs> I, I was like, really? Like I, and that usually does happen a lot of times with the stuff. That you get in these packs Where you get one that's cool But it's it's a weird deal And Eric was big on these He didn't have a lot of money And he said he would get these packs And you would get a lot of stuff That was all over the place You know, you might get part two Of a six-issue mini You mm-hmm. get the, that You got a weird pack Because this first issue The one we're talking about Batman number 414 I ended up saving you And you didn't realize it's Jim Starlin and Jim Aparo's first issue on Batman. It's pretty big, at yeah. uh, the idea of what this is. It's a weird issue to start a run with. Now, after this issue, and years are all in a row, the next issue is mm-hmm. the Millennium tie-in. Then you have that issue, Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Batman's a jerk, Jason Todd thinking that Dick Grayson was coming back to be Robin, all of this, and kind of gets them together. Then we take a little bit of a break to have the Ten Nights of the Beast, one of the biggest (laughs) stories for Batman. Then we get back to this story because this is not a one-shot. It is, but it isn't. You end up, and I don't know if it's one of those where Jim Starlin's writing it and they're like, okay, well, do this one because we're tying in the Millennium next deal, and then he wrote it as a way like, I'll get back to that someday. It's left (laughs) open, and it's a weird deal to think of Batman doing anything else After this issue, not getting right to what is going on, which we'll we'll find out. But it is a really neat idea that the first issue you you could say, yeah, I just grabbed this deal. Jim Starlin. They're like, oh, man, that's cool. Like, no, it wasn't. It it was terrifying (laughs) because tell everybody what the, the basis of this issue
1: is. Well, basically, it's about a guy who uh, kidnaps and uh, apparently rapes women and cuts them up and dumps them in dumpsters. And and, yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit much for 11-year-old me.
0: Yeah, and uh, 11-year-old Stork, they're not cutting corners here. They're cutting ladies, not corners, because there are points where not only does Batman look and see – What's going on in these dumpsters? But, but so is young Stork. The young Stork <laughs> is seeing mutilated body parts in a dumpster. Then to make it worse, Batman thinks back at it a couple of times, also ends up kind of being, you know, not romantic. It's funny too, the way Jim Sterling plays it as well. And we'll go through the issue. He plays it out that I thought that it was setting up a romance mm-hmm. for Batman. And in my stupid mind, and I'm now 11 year old, I'm still scared of it. I- I'm sitting here and I have this idea where I'm in tune with now, uh, with Batman now. First off, Batman doesn't kill, right? But he also doesn't sit there and think, well, if I did kill that guy, it wouldn't be that bad. You have that here. But also the idea where I'm not used to being introduced to a character that is really spelled out, a very good person, and then have them mutilated and raped (laughs) a couple pages later. I mean, it's is—it's So I thought in my naive mind, oh, this This lady, she's going to end up getting (laughs) saved by Batman and they're going to go on dates and smooch. Well, they don't. And it makes it very personal. And and Batman goes, and again, this is where I keep saying, and and the more things I do like this, this has a very humanized bit of Batman. Batman Mm -hmm. loses it. He's pissed. He doesn't like what's going on. He takes it personal. He has to step back at one point and say, I'm I almost killed that guy. Like I almost and and is wrong. Yeah. Is the worst part because he you can tell not, what I like about this. I love a, a bunch of stuff about this. I don't like the mutilation and rape. That that's not exactly my thing, but I do like the idea where Batman is it's so personal. He's not looking at the clues. He's not actually checking things out like he normally would and he ends up almost killing a man. By accident and uh, that's pretty Good but yeah you also get a lot Of things where Batman's kind of a dick Uh, He also ends up where Him and Jim Gordon they seem This is the Jim Gordon and Batman relationship I think that they have cookouts Together and, like, anywhere they are, uh, Jim Gordon is so relaxed, too. We'll get into it. Let's just get into it because I'm telling you, while they're looking at mutilated bodies, he's got the, the coat strapped over. I'm like, what is
1: this? Hugh Hefner here in the alley? It's
0: so crazy. Yeah, I'm just but noticing it, it, that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, look at him. He's so relaxed around it's that for a night on the
1: town after he mutilated Yeah, uh, really, takes him and Batman. Are gonna go dancing.
0: <laughs> it's getting them all charged up, I guess. Batman number 414, December 1987, is the original date on the cover, but you said you had a third printing that was eighty nine. Thank God. Uh, if I got this yeah, yeah. nine, I don't know what oh it might. Happened to But it might have been a big collector's item then, but written by Jim <laughs> Starlin, pencils by Jim Apro, Inks by Mike DiCarlo, colors by Adrian Roy, letters by John Costanza, and just as a, a nice little tip that I'd like to mention, Denny O'Neill was the editor yep. at this point. And you you come out of this you well, you go into this issue coming out of kind of a goofy <laughs> issue the ghost of mashishiko tahara it's like this ghost story deal that's a little bit over the top so this is very serious this issue this is jim starling coming on and pretty much showing that he's going to be telling and and really also very noir-esque, in my mind, of the narration. It's very narration-heavy. Mm-hmm. It's a weird deal for this issue. It's it's strictly Batman. They, I, Jason Todd, who knows what he's off doing at this <laughs> point, probably trying to kill some other diplomat or something, <laughs> shove him up a building. But it, with that, it's it's very solo Batman. It's very much of the mind. You You get to go through Batman's mind about things. He doesn't like ladies being killed. But there's young Stork, his mom, Sarah. You know what? I, I, I see he likes that Batman. He likes the <laughs> cartoons he does. I'm going to get him the, these comics. It takes two panels before a police officer is about to throw up because there are bloody arms and legs sticking out of what is the worst garbage can. Th- this garbage can, first off. Do you think he buried the body into the garbage or is all this garbage new? It's now Gotham. I think
1: people are just dumping more stuff oh, on shit. top. Like, look, yeah, look uh, at, here we go. Another look one. At
0: it. <laughs> there, there, yeah, there's a, really that's the case. It's all on top, <laughs> but also a bottle. Right? Yeah, it is a bottle of juice. Mm-hmm. That's OK. Looks like maybe a can of, of uh, pork and beans, possibly <laughs> a tire. Uh, I don't know what like a, a box of oats and, and then a, another box and a body. And so, yeah, you have this cop and it does. It's funny, too, because we were talking before we started about some things that scared the crap out of me when I was a kid, which was everything. But one of the things this this actually reminds me of the scene when they find the girl on the beach in Jaws where she's Mm -hmm. just there. All then they're throwing up. But this guy, this police officer, he's almost throwing up. Gordon's just—he's <laughs> going over still, and like, yeah, he is. He's like, it's like a GQ photo shoot. If you wanted to, Batman should be in his underwear throwing a football or something in the background. But they go and they realize, and what I don't understand—it seems like they already knew the body was in there. This other cop, I don't know what is he getting a sneak peek? He goes over, and they're Gordon and Batman are barely reacting. They're just there, and like, yep, same mo, mutilated, left in a dumpster. And yeah. Batman's like any ideas who she is nope just another (laughs) dwell how would they her body parts are still in the garbage (laughs) get it out but the big thing about this is to set up that batman works better when he doesn't know the victims he he's a guy who might be able to you know look past it and it's kind of a weird deal like there's batman who would rather have it be anonymous but it's kind of a weird, like, thing that he's skirting there. I would think that he just doesn't want murder, but you have this, and it, it's such a weird progression because this is going on, and this is, I believe, the third murder, yeah. correct? And mm-hmm. they say, So this is the third one. And all of a sudden, the building's on fire. It's like down the road a little, and they're like, Oh shit, there's a building on fire. I gotta go. Batman, he can't run two blocks. He, he's zipping around. <laughs> he, he gets, and this is where, this is one of the first deals where you have the grappling hook on the zip line, which seems weird. It seems like that would be something that was always there, but it did point it out. And the thing I read but they go over and you take over, because this is your issue. I just get all excited. But what happens then when they go over to this building?
1: Yeah, so Batman swings over and he notices a woman holding a child on top of the building that's uh, totally engulfed in flames. Uh, They look like they could be barbecue at this point. Yes. But he swings over she falls off, and while uh, he, well, <laughs> while he's swinging to catch her, he's admiring her spunk at oh uh, God, hanging on yeah. to this kid and not dropping her, and uh, that therefore he can swing over, grab the lady who still has the kid, and save them both.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's a weird deal because I I do think this kid dies. There, there's a <laughs> lot of rubble with that kid. I mean, the, and the kid this isn't the kid's mother. And I'm just wondering, like, first off, where is the kid's parents? I don't know. If we ever find that out. They might be dead. But also just this kid's probably like, what the hell is going on? But I do think they would have been burned to death. <laughs> they're on this building. And it looks like it's less a building and more a fire pit because they're on a ledge. And oh, yeah. then in the middle, it's just flame coming out like they're at the pits of hell. <laughs> I, I don't know what. And then then it gets worse because then it goes to the point where you just see them. In the on the, the ledge tumbles, but mm-hmm. at that point, everything's on fire. I, I mean, I don't see how, but yeah, the best, like you said, is you have the spunk. She, he's like, man, this, this woman is pretty keen. Like, right. She, she <laughs> ended up, not only did she just fall and not yell, but she kept hold of that girl, which allowed Batman to get both of them again, swinging them and maybe throwing them off to the side. And before I let you take over, I do want to mention though that. You end up having this woman, and you got to show that she you're making her a saint is what you're really doing, especially with what's going to be coming up. But you end up having this guy who was from the building as well. Now, you end up with this woman. She gets saved by Batman while she's saving a kid. Well, then you have to throw out there that she basically saved everyone. She was walking (laughs) by. The building was on fire. She ran, in. but the guy who's telling the story—it made me laugh. I told you before, where he's like, "Yeah, you know this this chick, sweetie, I call her, but <laughs> she's the best, sweetie." And Mister Batman, I'm like, "Oh yeah, you you jerk! What a sexist guy, sweetie." I'm telling you, but it's it's the age. But yeah, you end up where she is now going to explain to Batman why she was in the area because it's funny. Batman realizes. This lady's dressed a little too good for this neighborhood. Why was she there? But you go from there.
1: Yeah. So he's like, yeah, it's very courageous. Uh, You you did a great thing. Uh, But it's kind of dangerous in this place, uh, especially at this time of night. What are you doing here? And she says, working. And you get the shocked look on Batman's <laughs> oh, face yes. like, oh, my God, she's a hooker. <laughs> I
0: saved a hooker from the burning bill. And it's so funny because of the progression. She's dressed real fancy. Uh-huh. She's there. He doesn't get racial in this, but I think he might. But, yeah, he thinks she's a hooker. Yeah. And she, he just he's shaken. She's like, I'm not a hooker. <laughs> and then goes on. But she she ends up and it's funny, too, because she doesn't exactly. She tells what she's doing doesn't go full out. And then, well, say
1: what she's doing. Well, she's a social worker, and uh, she's just working in that area, human resources, she says. And uh, her clients live in this area, and she saw the building on fire, so she uh, ran in there to uh, save the day. She's yeah, uh, yeah. really like an angel.
0: Yeah, she is. I, and she, But what the weird thing is is two things that get set up here then. You find out her name, Kate Babcock. And also see a bad guy who's watching the fire. And this is one of those, Mm -hmm. I think Jim Starlin is playing up that idea that people who cause a lot of trouble, especially fires, they do go and they like to watch. They like to watch all the, you know, the mayhem and stuff like that. And it's a guy, Frank Cutter Thompson, that he's a, and I love that. I just like the term dope peddler (laughs) and two time loser, two time (laughs) loser. The funny (laughs) thing is, Batman's wrong because he doesn't realize that he's a three-time loser at this point <laughs> yeah. because of all the shit that went down. But he's like, yep, dope peddler. I could I could grab him and kind of do but he probably doesn't have too much on him, mm-hmm. just enough to kill a couple kids or something. But, yeah, he figures that he has other things to do. But the big thing of this is this whole coincidence where you find, oh, Kate Babcock. Well, then it just happens – that Batman is dealing with her father as Bruce Wayne in a deal. And it's just weird that he he doesn't really know her until then. But then all of a sudden they're like, they, they're inseparable, but in a weird way. But you go uh, as they are kind of getting to know each other.
1: Yeah, they have several run ins uh, beginning with this dinner with her father and uh, they're seated together and they have a nice chat. And uh, Bruce really enjoys the conversation with her it's uh it's refreshing for him to meet a socialite that uh is willing to work with poor people i think and and that, it really is what he does if you think about it he's uh yeah. he's helping the downtrodden by you know fighting crime and uh they keep running into each other which is kind of odd it uh, is the next few it's weeks it's weird
0: it's almost like a, it reminds me of like one of those things like when you hurt your elbow And you're like, oh, thank God, I've never really bumped my elbow in seven years. And then all of a sudden you realize that you really do hit your elbow every day and it hurts like hell because it hurts then. But it's weird. They just they run into each other all over the place. But one of the things is, do you realize that? The guy that they keep running into each other a lot of times, like they're they're running into like the same area. Bruce is definitely at points going to that neighborhood. I mean, they are Mm -hmm. running into social circles as well, but it seems like he is trying to. I think think he might be scoping (laughs) her out. Now, one of the big things is earlier when she did end up saving everybody in that building, you end up having Batman say, hey, I'm going to get you a police escort. To go home, and she's like, Listen, I'm a tough cookie. I don't need an escort. I've been walking these streets, I'm not a hooker, but I've been <laughs> walking these streets, and uh, yeah, I don't need that. And then Batman even says, Like, and then there's this dumpster serial killer going around, mm-hmm. right? And, and she's like, ah, I heard of that, and it's just foreshadowing. And like I said, it it, it is a little shocking, uh. When it does happen because it happens pretty quick right here But you you tell because you end up having a woman see somebody get abducted It's obviously Kate but you go on with it Yeah it's very uh, like
1: Silence of the Lambs Where you see a Mm -hmm. a woman get pulled into a van and this other woman sees it And alerts the police like any good citizen would Batman says in his thoughts and uh, says it was a blue van So he goes out looking for this blue van uh, can't find it. Uh, Gotham City is a big, you know, it's a big town. And uh, he gets a call What is 4 Four forty-five 45 a.m. Uh, yeah. There's been another killing. So he's, uh, I'll meet you there, Commissioner. Make sure you have your coat over your shoulder.
0: Yeah, make sure Sexy. you have your fancy coat. <laughs> Get ready, I'll bring a camera. We'll so, have some yeah, it's
1: victim four. And Batman goes up to the dumpster, looks in, and we're treated to uh, Kate's uh, and <laughs> a little blood coming like, out of her nose, wide eyes, and yeah, yeah, death yeah, stare. Yeah, yeah. And it, it looks it, a little like an inflatable
0: like, oh. It looks like <laughs> it, I mean, she is in a death stare. She's also again just deep in the garbage. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, Batman reacts. Batman, mm-hmm. he's pretty much. I mean, he's shaken. It looks like he might be crying. He right. puts his hand up. Of course, there's Gordon just being nice. You know, Batman, there's something wrong. Nothing. (laughs) I'm telling you, he's ready. I'm sure he shows him the back. Let's keep this professional. (laughs) (laughs) He's yelling. But now... He is not going to keep it professional. He does pretty much go pretty, you know, he's very personally he heads off to the back cave, and You go from there because it does make me laugh. But even in a way, but I can't say laugh because the woman has just been murdered. <laughs> so stop it, Stork. Stop making me laugh. <laughs> but he does have a glamour shot of Kate of, hey, for no reason whatsoever. I don't know where he got this. I don't I what, do they have it at the mall. <laughs> yeah. they, they went there and she had a sitting. <laughs> it's just crazy It doesn't even look like a modeling picture She doesn't seem like she would be Because we even said when you ended up having the dinners they were having She mentioned her father's rich mm-hmm. And so that's the connection as well But she, you said she likes to do good things But yeah, she has pretty much said I don't like the life of the social I, I like to help Now Batman, or Bruce at that point, even says Yeah, she's kind of naive about this Because there's, you know You said they're they're doing the same kind of thing Batman has been in the shit for a long time. So he knows that everything isn't peaches and cream Mm -hmm. here. She seems to be just somebody who probably, in my mind, as they talk, thinks the best of everyone. Batman, he knows that's bullshit. And, (laughs) And I think that that's where they got. But it makes it so she just lets herself be vulnerable. She doesn't want anybody to walk her home at points. I think that she thinks that she is safe, maybe because she's doing good. People would know this, but, yeah, she gets thrown in that van and then just murdered and and worse. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this is where Batman is trying to figure out what the deal is and everything. And and with that, you're going to have a couple of times where Batman thinks that he screwed up and may have caused more murders. But then he does screw up and cause because he thinks it's Cutter. He thinks it's that that bad guy that he saw, the dope peddler. Uh, He thinks that he's the one. That might have done it because he was at that fire And stuff so he goes pretty much On with him but again you go I keep interrupting It's It's your time to shine This is your (laughs) issue now at this Point uh, did you get through it all the way, the first time that you read it, did, I think did you I did, with- and
1: I think it was, yeah. it was. Um, I want to see the bad guy caught. You know, that's yeah. that would be yeah. reassuring. Uh, spoilers. That, would that doesn't exactly happen. No, it doesn't <laughs> at all.
0: Did you enjoy as a eleven year old the idea that Batman is going to go and and beat up pimps? Is, is that was that like you like the pimps getting the rough rough I was, stuff? I was all right <laughs> with that part. <laughs> you okay with that? Yeah. Now, as you're reading it now, because you probably do. Did you think the one hooker that looks at Batman as if she's like the Joker or something had something going on? <laughs> Did you see? I'm telling you, I thought that Cutter at this point was the bad guy. This is Cutter's gal, and she's going to get a hold of him ahead. This woman, lo- or is I she smiling? just like the bat but It may be. <laughs> Or is she is this a weird deal now that I think of it, is she happy that finally the pimps get in the backhand and not her because it may be that she seems very happy that Batman was pretty much terrorizing the pimps and you know, go off. But yeah, he he's pissed. I mean, Batman at this point is pretty you know pretty pissed off and it's a personal much-
1: case for him now and yeah. he's jumping to conclusions a oh, lot yes hey yes. that's where he's getting his exercise he's not lifting those barbells in the no. back cave he's uh, he's he's doing the jumping to conclusions regimen and yeah. he convinces himself that it's got to be this cutter guy and basically just because his name's cutter
0: like yeah, his that-
1: mo is he's never used a knife even he uses he a uses
0: gun guns they said that. Mm-hmm. And and Batman isn't looking in now, he does go to the DMV. Somehow they're they're at the DMV they're writing down even, you know, color of cars, <laughs> probably also the interior shag carpeting or something. <laughs> but he's like, Yep, because the big clue, the only clue they have is a blue van.
1: And he saw so him there he... that night at the fire. And so, he saw him.
0: so he's like, bip, yeah. bip, bip. Yep, it says Cutter has a blue van. It's him. I and know, I think yeah. that what you're getting with Jim Starling And I think it plays out well because this is a Batman. He is pissed. It's personal. You said it. Mm -hmm. I think that he is letting some of the clues, not even just he's not letting clues go by. There's not anything that he's seeing in my mind, except maybe he doesn't usually use knives. He's a gun guy. But I think that what he's doing is he needs to go like seven steps more. But because he's so driven personally with this. It's enough to jump to a conclusion And he goes with it He goes full out where he thinks it's Cutter And then out of nowhere Where he's waltzing through <laughs> the, the GCPD I mean, it, when, And I said to you before we started oh, Nowadays man. you end up having a lot of writers They have to use that whole deal Well, well Batman isn't supposed to be here or, or you have even like Tom King in the Cold Days deal Where Batman was on the scene So he did an autopsy That doesn't count all this this Batman, he it's like it's like Barney Miller, and he's one of the cast. He's yeah, he's walking by. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Jehovah's here <laughs> Barney Miller, and he just loves it. But yeah, tell him because he ends up kind of talking to some of the guys.
1: Yeah, he overhears a couple guys who are going undercover, and uh, he hasn't been able to find this Cutter guy for a couple weeks. It's like he dropped off the face of the earth. But he overhears them doing a sting operation that night, and it's uh it's to get Cutter. So yeah. he's like, "Hey, you boys need some backup." <laughs> they're like, what are they going to say? No, yeah, no Batman. Really. we're
0: we're good. Yeah. We're, we don't need you, Batman. <laughs> Screw you. The weird thing is is what we find out later is Cutter has been in jail. Yeah. A- a- why aren't they mentioning this? I mean, the, they are I guess you don't really cuz they're in on it, but also the idea Batman, I guess you can push this up because he's so like I just got to get this Cutter, but I think that he would say like so what's the deal? <laughs> like, let's see. Let, tell me what you're going to do. And, well, Cutter, he's been in jail because he it's not Cutter. We'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. It isn't Cutter. And we don't, at the end of this issue, you, you said spoiler, we don't find out who it is. And Batman, he done screws up a couple times because of that. But, yeah, he's going to do additional backup. Um, but, yeah, the weird deal is there's – again, isn't that a weird kind of circumstance that he's just walking through and all of a sudden, yeah, we're going to get that cutter to cut you huh? say, because well. he hasn't been able to find him.
1: You'd think you yeah, like, so. see through the bad computer, like, yeah, this guy's in jail. You'd That's think that the would- problem.
0: <laughs> That's my biggest deal where he's going to the DMV about a, a van, but he's never even looked at what he's been doing. He's just – he's a two-time loser. All right, let's go. Man. And, yeah – they, they come out, but he ends. Batman ends up uh, seeing something, and, and this is where I think you get the intuition of Batman that almost pays off. Yeah, but, yeah, with the steel.
1: Tell it what it is. Yeah, he's cruising around the neighborhood before he gets to this. Uh, I guess it's a, a warehouse where this is going down, mm-hmm. and he notices that he passes a red van a couple of times, and he thinks to himself, "Well, you know, it's not too hard to change a blue van to a red van. Maybe I should check this out." But then he's interrupted by, and it's just like such happenstance that the two guys are robbing a liquor store. And he's like, well, I'm Batman. I can't let that fly. And uh, he takes them out without breaking a sweat, he says. And uh, now it's time to go to the warehouse.
0: Yeah, and I like, too, because these guys, I think that maybe he would have looked the other way, but they started shooting guns. Mm. He he can't let that go. But And and I love, too, because he doesn't break a sweat because the guys aren't looking and run straight right (laughs) into him. Right, And Batman, he's standing there with just, you know, the arms at at the hips there for them to just hit the solid rock wall (laughs) of Batman's abs and then go down. And, And he just leaves them there, too. And I like he's like, and, again, this is the Batman, like, do you get this Batman narration now? Taking care of those two jerks didn't take uh, anything. <laughs> it didn't take long. Didn't even work up a sweat. He's so he's so angry. Uh, but he ends up missing out on that van. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see that van again. And he's got to go up because in my mind, when these undercover cops, where they're going to set up the sting with Cutter, uh, yeah, they, they called off the regular backup because they were told by Batman that he's going to back them up, that, and, and he's late. <laughs> he gets there late because of all this, and they're about to be killed. They're there, and Cutter and, – and the funny thing about this is that I, I do like, but I, I don't know, is you kind of get thrown into the sting gone wrong, and I don't even know what the hell happened with this. And I, at one point, I'm not even so sure that Cutter – Realizes that are cops or he's just Trying to rip them off or yeah. whatever but Yeah he, he is like He's on them and he Basically says and in my mind I think It's just the switcheroo you give Me the, the money I'm not going to give you The dope and I'm keeping the money <laughs> and Things are, and this is where you're Going to have cutter kind of do something That does end up
1: really Triggering Batman
0: and you Could go with that
1: yeah I uh... The, uh, his, his gang is like, we can't shoot these guys because there's all these cops around uh, because of these dumpster murders. And Cutter's like, well, who say anything about shooting? Them? We'll keep it nice and quiet. And he pulls out a switchblade, flicks it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the art here that just zooms right in on that blade and a couple oh, panels. Yeah. <laughs> and panels. then you see Batman and his eyes get wide. And then, it's, and then you know, yeah. we have to flash to Kate's glamour shot and then her yeah. body and Batman oh, getting like. pissed. And her yeah. leg, and <laughs> her pretty man face, man and then her
0: death stare face. Grimacing. <laughs> it's like all these things. It's like you, you haven't seen a scene like this since the uh, Barry Allen died <laughs> as he's deteriorating. It's blade, 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 grimace, blade, leg. It's so crazy with the things in there. He's pissed, mm-hmm. and he is going to go to town. And these guys, I'm surprised he doesn't beat up the cops, though. He's so upset. And just going and one of the I think he grabs Constantine at one point. The guy reminds me of Constantine (laughs) that he grabbed and just and this is one of those where it's very cinematic, actually, and really reminds me a bit of the Nolan Batman stuff. And yeah, Yeah. because he at points is just reaching down, Mm -hmm. grabbing guys, pulling them as their gun flies (laughs) away from them because he's just and he's going to town to just pretty much get everybody out of the way but Cutter. And Cutter, I, I'm telling you, Cutter is a sign of the times there He's got the mullet going on You know, he's got a, a nice look, I think, with that blade <laughs> and, and that nice red jacket He's got some cowboy boots it looks like, But he's going to fight Batman He's not going to win no. what, what does he think? And they said that he's a gun guy do you th- I guess he doesn't have a gun on him because if he does, he better pull that because he, you're not going to be Batman with a knife, uh, especially you're just some dope peddler. Yeah, you brought said. a knife to a Batman
1: fight. That's not yeah, going to go well. you don't
0: off. do that. Never. <laughs> and, and I'm going to isolate that now, and that's going to be a new sound effect for me because that is true. And, yeah, you end up going at Batman with a knife. He's going to dodge it, and he's going to break your arm which he does. And mm-hmm. yeah, cutter, I like cutter though. He, he's a tough cookie. Plus I think he's high as shit <laughs> right now because he doesn't seem to react. He's, he says like you broke my arm, but then he just kind of pops in, in the place and he's walking around, but he's like, I'm going to sue your butt off. <laughs> he's, he's already talking about suing. He, he just pretty much attacked and, 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 did think undercover cops. I mean he's in trouble anyway.
1: I think Yeah, even but if he yet, doesn't know that, Batman's yeah. there in a drug bust.
0: Yes. <laughs> and he's yelling, I'm gonna sue your butt no, no you, you're gonna go to jail. And then Batman, because of the deal is again now Oh my God, I can't get away from this. I'm space. telling you, it's eleven eleven year old Stork is there <laughs> and again he's like, thank God we're we're Batman kicking ass. I mean I oh no. Oh and no. it always go, it goes progression. Living Kate, glamour <laughs> shot Kate, dumpster dead rape Kate Dumpster Kate <laughs> And you're like, oh my god, oh my god and There's Batman he, he, he gotta get this out, out of his mind this, He goes crazy Luckily he is Gordon gonna shows up Yeah, if Gordon didn't show up with this, And I do want to point out this motherfucker, Gordon. How much is he making? Because every time he shows up, he's got a different trench coat on. This one's green. He had red, then he a took black, it off and that then other this. guy. He liked that look you, better. This is what he does. He just grabs them. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "This is what he goes into the evidence deal." Not like that one, puts it on. But yeah, and even with that, where he goes, I think he's had enough. Batman, Batman, this snarl. That he has through the cowl it is incredible. Plus, it is rock-esque. It's only one eye. He's doing the <laughs> rock eye on him. But he says it's not as much as he deserves. But this gets more. And again, this is where I think young Stork's like, okay, this yeah. is a little bit of a, a more of a violent Batman than I'm used to, including Batman then pretty much saying, This van, you better check it. I think it's gonna have a lot of DNA in there, goes back to the cave and thinks to himself, yeah, hey, I almost killed that guy, but you know what? I probably wouldn't have minded that much, even mm-hmm. though I'm kind of against the, that, but... You he know, likes the right? killing. He does. <laughs> I think that it's like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't have been any big loss, he says, about yeah. killing Cutter. Still, it would have been tough to live with. He doesn't say he couldn't live with it. It mm-hmm. would have been tough. He would have lived with it. I do like the idea where Batman at this point, the cave is so advanced that, that he has a, a crazy phone embedded into a rock face. But it's like a, it's a modern push phone. At least it's, got it's a not cord a rotary it. dial. it. It's, it's a corded phone mm. in the side of it's not even near anything. No. It's, he's at a desk. He's got to get up and go to the wall <laughs> to grab the corded phone. And, you know, from back in the day, that thing, that cord probably gets all tangled up. He's probably sitting there talking to Batman, twirling his hair, yes. kicking his feet up there on the cave on the floor. He's, it's twirling so the,
1: he's twirling the line. What are you oh, doing yeah. tonight, Jim? It,
0: it's so crazy. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing there, <laughs> Gordon? What's, what's up? And, and the, the other thing about this is, is just the idea that you end up having – Jim Hapiro is giving you a close-up as if this is state-of-the-art technology. Mm-hmm. This came out in 87. It wasn't. This is just a normal foe at this point. But it's I on guess a cave getting, wall. Come on. Well, that's what I was going to say. I guess the technology of <laughs> embedding it in the cave wall. So anybody who thinks there's this red phone that could no, this, this is just a phone. And then afterwards, he goes back to his boom box and finishes up his mixtape for, the, for their party that weekend. But, yeah, so Gordon's there calling. And, and it does. I will tell you one thing. It looks like Gordon full out rotary phone. He's old school. Look mm-hmm. at that big black deal. And he, you look at the phone on oh, the yeah. other side. It's there. It's definitely rotary. <laughs> He's like, what, what's Batman's number again? And, oh, yeah. One. <laughs> so he goes and like, yeah, uh, Cutter isn't the one. <laughs> and this is the worst. This is like there's there's you as a young kid. Mm-hmm. like, Oh, no, Batman, Batman, you were wrong. Mm. But also it goes even worse because it's not the van but it also ends up where the next guy who's involved because Batman said there's not going to be anybody else involved, right? Nobody else will die on his watch. They go, there's been another murder. He's wrong. The worst is a cop comes and it's like it's like everything that can end up breaking Batman's heart here because he's already had this girl that he thought was a real nice girl. She died. He's got his hand in his, you know, face in his hands. So then like sitting there, yeah, yeah, another lady's dead. Oh man, I said nobody else would die. But uh, by the way, it was a red van this time. God he, damn it. this is Batman. At this, he has one hand on the wall. <laughs> he, he's there. I've I've done this before, but it's usually when I was drunk in college and I was urinating. But he's there, and he's got the other hand again. Are you all right, Batman? Gordon's there again. At least he has the green. You know, overcoat on this time. But Mm -hmm. are you, yeah, now Batman, he can't even be that mad now. He's not even, he's like, I'll be okay. And Gordon's like, is there anything I can do? Then Batman gets pissed. Listen, buddy. Look at at you and me. I mean, really? Nothing. (laughs) He is so upset with himself. He, it it was the guys who, the liquor store, if Mm -hmm. they didn't do that, he would have found the killers right then. Now, the big thing in this is the idea that he was right. It's It was, again, you want to talk to leaps, of uh, you know, to conclusions and things. The idea where he's just driving around Gotham and sees a red van and then says, well, that could be a blue van. You just have to paint. I mean, how many other red vans did he? This is a city. But that was the one probably. But he's pissed. He goes up and he does his normal. Let's talk to the moon. Here at night, and you tell him what he says, because he is upset, and he doesn't solve shit.
1: Yeah, his, his fix. he says his fixation blinded him, and uh, he could have checked that red van, and he didn't, but he was so fixated on uh, on Cutter, and he couldn't get that out yeah. of his head, but he, he vows that there will not be another one, and <laughs> I am like, no, I, I don't, don't believe you, Ben.
0: <laughs> and, and here's my my deal here. He says this, right? So after this, yeah, Millennium come in. Uh, I'll say that that's not his fault. And then he's dealing with stuff where Dick Grayson, you know, the, but then he gets off with the Ten Nights of the Beast, which does involve like 150 people dying on <laughs> his watch again, only then to go back to this. So this gets put on hold. He's like, well, I, I think it's one of those you you don't have. The, uh, Kate, Kate's not the last one to die, so he's cooled off a little. He's like, mm. I didn't know that other lady, so whatever. But yeah, he ends up where I'll find him yet. I swear I will. Kate, not the fifth girl. This, you know, the fifth girl, <laughs> Sally has <laughs> done shit. It's like you know, in the what about what about Sally? Sorry about that, Sally. Sorry, <laughs> Sally. I didn't mean to diss you, but you were killed by the red van. That's not really my thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all okay. cake It's all for you five, five women dead Only one counts You know Because They were all anonymous they, I'll get it for you Jane Doe <laughs> He starts yelling But yeah You have all this going And it will end up uh, You know Being resolved In a crazy way too I ended up looking Right before we went in this, I'm going to read the issues just because this cracked me up. Yeah. I mean, how how did I ever know that a murdering psychopath, serial killer that throws women in the dumpster could be solid gold comedy? I, <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, you know, because I'm older now. As a young <laughs> yeah. kid, I would have been petrified, uh, which yes. we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but yeah, the idea, the twist is, it's it's. I'm not. Uh, should I say It's it's. Is this new? It's two guys. That's why that happened. You ended up having one guy in a blue van and one in mm-hmm. red. So Batman was right, but he wasn't. But he Both was. Times. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. never wrong. So you end up, and and really, if if you need any hints out there, you, you have any thoughts of serial killing. Uh, don't do it with a partner. It never works out. You don't know of many, unless it's like a Bonnie and Clyde situation. But, you know, it usually doesn't work out where you're going to have two guys. Right. And one is going to turn on the other. Two can keep uh, a secret as long as
1: one is dead, right? Is yeah, that the same? And that's,
0: Yeah. And and the best is that by the end of this story, and nobody alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there is no killer to return later after this. The The serial killer dumpster deal, that's not a joker. You know what I mean? This isn't a hot item that they think might come back later, or they might have an action figure. That's, like, I got, I got Johnny the Dumpster Killer. That's what I got. Fuck, I got no, Kate in the they, dumpster. They were, That's yeah, great. Really, I got her glamour
1: <laughs> shot. Like, oh no! That's what but I yeah, like so, about this issue, though, is that it, it's. I think it's a good issue, and it doesn't it have is. to be a Two Face or a Joker. It's Batman dealing no. with street level crime. And do we get that that much anymore?
0: No. And and you know what's the greatest of that? You're dealing with street-level crime, and you went through an issue that felt like a complete issue with nothing solved, and you don't even get the killer in this. But yet it's still a satisfying issue mm-hmm. because Jim Starlin is giving you the emotions – again – I, I know everybody. Oh, this this humanized Batman. A humanized Batman is the one that's got his hand on the wall and and crying. He yeah. he's so devastated here. Also, a humanized deal is showing more than one emotion in my mind, and he does have this. Now it's it's quite hot anger at <laughs> one point, but. There is a reason for it. You have it. Uh, and then really, in my mind, he should be really mad at the end when he gets upset because he has let somebody else die because he was blind to the clues. It got personal. Um, but yeah, you don't need... I mean, Cutter is fine for me in this deal. And I like the street-level deal. It's it's heavy narration too, but I like this where you have Jim Starlin. He's, he's starting this. And I think that it serves well maybe to show you that he is going to have a I mean really We we know a lot of the stuff that he did Obviously It's very violent mm-hmm. he, he is a guy Has a lot of violence A lot of you know Deaths in it In a book where Because Batman's vow is You know nobody gets killed by him It seems like nobody is allowed to die In, in a Batman book a lot of times Even even now especially I And you read Marvel as well Sometimes it shocks me Because going to Marvel afterwards Like you'll have Batman He's fighting things Superman And nobody will get You go and read the Hulk And he's popping heads (laughs) At blood everywhere (laughs) Just a couple weeks ago You had that threshing place deal By Jeff Lemire and a whole killed like seven people in that and it shocked me uh, because I'm not used to uh-huh. that anymore I'm used to them oh you know somebody will get mad will do that and this and usually when you have it, it's funny too because in my mind you're not allowed to have a hero or anybody in the book die but if you have a planet mass genocide that's allowed you can have a, a city can blow up but you can't have one guy get killed in the alley it's weird but yeah this is uh I like it and it's it's a very You know, dark, mean, pissed off Batman that I do like here. I like his relationship with Gordon, but you like it now, right? What what were your crazy
1: thoughts then? Oh, I was I was certain that I would be I would end up in a dumpster because I was a pretty blonde woman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, you dress sophisticated like, and it people would no, mistake it no you as sense a poker, to fear it right? but yeah, I, no, no, I did, uh, it, and and like you said, there's no resolution. He doesn't catch the guy at the end. I mean, no. if that would have happened, I might have been a little more, eh, okay. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. terrible, but he, he got bad it. The guy got his deal. Yeah, no, and uh, yeah. The way I
0: look at it and the way I think you could put it in perspective, even for people like sitting there and thinking, you know what? I don't know who is a bigger wuss, Jim or, or Stork. <laughs> because I, I end up thinking that my house was after me when I was a kid from the things I watched. So don't talk about reality because I didn't <laughs> deal with that. But the idea, just imagine, because this is you just reading this, right? And, oh, it's a comic. It's a comic. Just imagine if this was part of the Super Friends cartoon <laughs> where, where you have the kid there. All right, let's see. And the, oh, my God, like all these things going on. And it's funny just the idea that your mom. Part of it. Yes. Did you ever talk to your mom? about it and, oh, and, no, and say like no. she didn't ask you that, that would be my mom's move if she ended up getting me she'd never even mention it ever again she'd just assume yeah go off and do whatever I, I think I just to. buried it in my closet and I was like I don't want to yeah, see
1: it it's crazy about it ever again. Did, I did, you read,
0: did you read the millennium issue then oh afterwards? yeah I read that you totally that? lost
1: because it was yeah. in the middle of the event which I've heard is a terrible event anyway yeah I, I heard it was really and bad. it's uh, funny
0: on the front it has the millenniums coming and then at the end, his eyes are getting glimpsed. But, <laughs> but, and then the, the Jason Todd issue, though, I, did you understand it?
1: Because I, I mean, I haven't read it forever, but I think it was uh, a I thought cool it was a, kind of a cool issue because it was Dick explaining, yeah. uh, you know, how how Bruce is and not to take it so personal. From what I remember, and really helping Jason out because he was very angry at Bruce and Bruce was angry at him and. Yeah. It's well, something about, is... like, if you ever need to talk to somebody, you know, give old Nightwing a call.
0: Yeah, and because this is the point where, yeah, Jason starts, you know, going a little, you know, over the top himself, things like that. And mm-hmm. in fact, when you get back to this story, when you go, Jason almost kills one of the guys that he is fighting. I, I did see that in the deal where he gets fired up and he starts, you know, almost like Batman. And, and the thing that I think... I guess, a progression going to Ten Nights of the Beast and then getting back to the serial killer. I think that Batman has kind of calmed down a little and realized that he's got to be on his game. But even so, you have the start of Jim Sterling's run where he ends up having women in dumpsters and the Millennium (laughs) stuff. But then you're soon going to get Batman wall up the KG beast in the (laughs) sewers and leave him for dead. And if you think about it, maybe this is the start of it where you end up having the idea and i've never actually i've never read this issue before now Mm -hmm. i never heard about it but the idea where they do say to him in that 10 nights the beast listen if you don't end up taking care of him wink wink taking care of him he's gonna come back and kill again he's gonna get away and and you could think that maybe kate came to mind like i ended up screwing up before Mm -hmm. and then more people ended up getting killed though they never referenced that at all but I could see that Batman and I I like to think of Batman as being a guy who's you know real and he's alive and he's like okay this Jim Starlin he's coming to write me all right all of a sudden like holy shit what happened I mean I'm brutal all these people geez but yeah it's, it's good and it's funny too because me and Eric talk about Jim Starlin a lot and this is one of Eric's favorite runs like the Jim Starlin stuff he had read this issue and oh, yeah. I, I, I will reveal, he read it as an, I'm you know, not that young, but a little older than you, like 14 or so. He loved it. So that just shows you what a kook he is. <laughs> yeah, really. But he, he loved it. And he gets angry because he, he ended up liking a lot of the Jim Starlin stuff and then not really thinking about it. But now we went back 10 Nights of Beast and he's looking at the Jason Todd stuff, all that. And he realized this is one of his favorite runs, yet you never hear of it mentioned of best runs with, with Jim Starlin doing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in a limited time. He didn't have a long run, but he did a ton of stuff in it. And I never really hear him mention as much as some, you know, there's some big names, obviously, but they'll even throw in, you know, Scott Snyder, Tom mm-hmm. King, stuff like that. I'm sure you can find a list already saying James Tyner, which would be ridiculous, but the, the idea that he... Has the thing. I'm looking at the page where that hooker is smiling away. I'm like, what is she up to? She really is happy with the Batman. Maybe I I think she's like, yeah, Batman, I'll see you on our usual Friday night. (laughs) Wink, wink. What are you doing here, Batman? Uh, But, yeah, it's it's such a weird deal. And this is where I did want to talk to you and some other people about stuff, about the idea of what their first comic was. Because, yeah, this kind of scarred you for a bit. Uh, You told me, when did you... Start reading after this Was it pretty close after or did you just Like yeah these things aren't for
1: me Yeah, It was like 20 years
0: (laughs) yeah that's Crazy and and the thing is Again if I would have read this as a Kid I would have been I got scared of it But I think it would be more along the Lines of yeah this isn't for me Which is odd because A lot of times at this point, I think that most people would go to read a comic and it would be so goofy Mm -hmm. that they'd be like, oh, I think that this might have been something where if somebody thought, oh, those comics are for kids or whatnot. It may have made them a fan because they'd read this and go, holy crap, this is more mature. As Eric once said when he read Identity Crisis, comics had grown up alongside me, he says. <laughs> and A story that everybody hates now. But <laughs> you end up with that. that uh, as a kid, though, you wanted just goofy, fun Batman.
1: Maybe yeah, some I Robin thrown in. I really think right? it was. I mean, I'm thinking about it. This is probably like one of my main introductions to the character. I mean, I I knew him from probably reruns of the 66 show, Scooby-Doo appearances, stuff like that. Uh, I don't think... I didn't even watch Super Friends. I I think that was a little before my time. I was a big Super Friends. The
0: reruns of Batman 66 were, were my Big thing, and this would have scared that. where's the bad too? See,
1: now, now this I, was eighty nine yeah. when I got it, so it might have been. Uh, oh, the movie came out, and so yeah, picked this up too. And then I was just like, and, you know, that movie's a little dark, but man, not like this. <laughs> I was
0: going to say the movie is. uh Did you see the movie when it came out? Yeah. Did you like it? I did. I didn't. I, I actually didn't like it. I, I I end up in. It's so crazy because I get people so pissed. I still don't like it that much. I actually get well. It, it it just goes back to I can't pay attention because <laughs> I I get bored. I end up falling asleep. I end up there. I'm like, eh, you know, I don't really like this now. And I know that people get pissed off. My favorite Batman movies, Batman Begins, and that's pretty much the beginning and ending. I just watched Dark Knight for the first time a couple weeks ago. Because I couldn't get through it. And people love that damn movie, and I couldn't get through it. So I think, I think my, it's really good,
1: but uh, it really loses me at the end.
0: Yeah. Um, but Logan loved it. Mm-hmm. Logan, he, and that's why we he started watching. He's like, Dad, will you watch it with me? I'm like, really? You want me to spend time with you? That's bullshit. But I ended up doing <laughs> it, and we're watching it. And I, I did like it, but I ended up, I, I just, Batman 66, and that's the the funny thing about this. Like, we're talking about the first Batman issue and things like that i kind of like my goofy campy batman and so that that and that kind of goes with where you do have some first introductions even if it's not comics that's kind of the things i like i like fun stuff and (laughs) jokey stuff at that point i wanted to be dick grayson that's why he's my favorite character things like that
1: but this this would have scared the shit out of me yeah and the thing that surprised me was it's it's comics code
0: Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, you said you, you ended up like, oh, I guess the comics had, nope, it's right there, stamped <laughs> right there. I think the comics go, they were looking the other way at that. At that and point. and I, who knows? And, and really, I would love to find out if maybe they had, you know, this squeaked in because it, it's pretty bad. I, I mean, it is pretty vicious, this, this issue. They are, like we said, they're not cutting corners. You see body parts, you see. Over and over that, you know, dead stare, 50-yard <laughs> <laughs> stare that she's having from that dumpster is, is crazy. Yeah. Now, what what is your second favorite character?
1: Oh, uh, I don't I I don't eat it. You're it's not Kate, spot. right? Is that, but it's what? It's they, not what?
0: It's not Kate, the, the dead lady in the dumpster, <laughs> right? It's not her. Yeah, so here is the deal. My my favorite character is Dick Grayson, and, and I I probably couldn't say my second either because I have a bunch in there, like you know, Batgirl gets thrown in there, Flash, all that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and then it's weird too because when I start talking, I don't include Marvel in with that, and that's like the separate deal. Do you remember your first Marvel issue that you read?
1: No, uh, no, I don't. As a, I you I came you into better, Marvel you late. Remember. I think I probably read trades like uh, Marvels and. Uh, things like that. I don't think I have any really old Marvel issues. It's so funny because I want to do this podcast and anybody
0: wants to do it. Let me know. The thing is I don't, I, there was a, and I told Eric about this. There was a doom patrol issue that my aunt gave me as, and I'll never be able to know what it was. I'll never be able to figure it out because I, I don't even know if i read the whole thing, but then, if you really want to go, how crazy the deal is, my other, it's, it's Watchmen, is my other, that's my first comic that I actually read because I had heard how good it was. Well, that's a, a,
1: that's a step below after that one, pretty much.
0: Yeah, well, that I ended up, I, I did put it uh, one time, I tweeted out, and I'm like, my first comic I read was Watchmen, so it's tough for me to give a 10 out of 10 reviewing because, you know, you kind mm-hmm. of put the bar high. And then I got shit from like 20 people bitching and moaning at me about how I was ridiculous. I'm like, I was just trying to tweet it out. Jesus Christ. Give me a break. I was just trying to get a few likes here, you jerks. Yeah, I really started
1: reading uh, when I I got back into it after these three issues (laughs) 20 years later. I, uh, I uh, started reading trades and and uh, graphic novels and stuff like From Hell and Watchmen. And did uh, you
0: buy them or you get them at the library? Uh, I bought or?
1: them. Yeah, okay. I, I found a list on the line like top fifty, and I started trying to pick some of those so you off. You did that? And, yeah, yeah and I then... did that with science fiction novels. Mm-hmm. I ended up doing
0: that. I I can look. I bet you about two feet away from me if I look in the bin that's next to me down here in the bay That's there. They all are. I ended up doing that. So I love those lists too. But So you ended up going out and buying all that. You yeah, yeah, I went, went to a things. comic
1: shop for the first time because really? we, we did have a comic shop in my town too, but it was at the Dirt Mall and it was down like a dark area of it and really? it was like pitch black inside and I was, I was afraid of going in there. <laughs> and I would be afraid as well. <laughs> Plus it's a comic
0: store, so you end up being afraid like most people as well, but uh, you don't want to buy the wrong thing. So you
1: remember the first trade that you got when you went back? Uh, I... It might have, it might have been Watchmen. Uh, I, did, I I read a lot so of New Fifty Two stuff as far as like Batman, Batgirl, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, uh, Green Lantern. I might have got some of that. Uh, Mine was yeah. I, one of my first deal was
0: Aquaman from the mm-hmm. New Fifty Two. That was like the first real thing that, besides Watchmen, and then I didn't read anything after that. Though at one point I got a CD from Staples that had like the first two hundred issues of X Men on the CD. And then I took it home, and I thought, okay, you know what? I want to get into something. I want, I'm gonna And I put it in my computer, and it didn't work. I was pissed. <laughs> you know, it was the worst. <laughs> I, I don't know what ha- the hell happened. It, it just didn't work. It ended up having this failure, and I didn't get my X-Men that I wanted. It. it was funny, to us. It was like when they used to have the video games, or at least computer games. You'd have that huge box just to have a little CD in there. <clears> it was like that. And the box looked cool, and then it didn't work. Uh, but, yeah, the New 52 is what got me. Into the whole deal because of the, the numberings and me kind of thinking that everything had started fresh, so I could get involved and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's. Right. And
1: then uh, when Rebirth came about, I got all the nu- new number ones there, and uh, it gradually petered out.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that sucks. I, I don't <laughs> know. I detective like might have been the one I hung on to longest, and really, yeah. But I was actually thinking uh, in
0: this, like. Could Kate be the first victim? Is she back? <sighs> like, no, no, that would be crazy if it was her that came back. It's funny too because every like this is what'll get me sad doing this podcast because the idea where I wish that I was eleven and I read a comic and it was my first comic and stuff like that, but. I just nobody were your friends in the comics, or was just just something? No, no not at all. You, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was just like, at I, all. I
1: bet it was that movie. Honestly,
0: now that I think about it,
1: eighty nine. I think this yeah.
0: again. The, the movie I wasn't that big on and my buddy Jay uh, that I mentioned a lot on the podcast, he was pissed because he tried to go see uh, Batman like seven times and it was sold out every time. And he got pissed and never watched them because of that. And then I think that that him bitching over the years so much about it, I think it has kind of skewed my deal. But yeah, none of, none of my friends, I don't know any friend I have. That uh, and except my one friend that when I was a real little kid, and we lived in these apartments where the guy's dad, who looked like Gene Simmons that I mentioned on the podcast, <laughs> would bring over like Marvel comics, and I used to like looking at the covers, but I never read them. And his dad was like into like the dark stuff, like you know Punisher and like you know stuff like that. And I'd look at the covers, I'm like that looks okay, and I never really read them. Yeah, Nobody I had a friend really when I was
1: a teenager them. that. Was a little bit into it, and mostly Punisher and stuff like that. And yeah. it just didn't at that point. It didn't really interest me. Yeah,
0: I'm even when I went, I went to college, and I I met so many like new people. Not one that mm-hmm. I know of. Then again, I don't know. Maybe they're keeping it
1: quiet. Yeah, it's not there something advertised com- back then. Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> there was a comic store in uh in Morgantown, West Virginia, and I think I might have went in at one time, and I and probably stumbled in drunk <laughs> drunker than me. and it was it was right next to the tapes like the the CD and tape store that I'd always go and buy albums and stuff like that but no comics no comics at all and uh, yeah it sucks cuz i wish that i had stories of when I was young I just have stories of my mom Just being a bitch to me And making me watch Jaws When I was at the shore That's ridiculous it's astu- And then of course I've talked about it Then coming home and getting invited To go to my uncle's pool Who painted a shark on the bottom of the pool Like an asshole And even, That just shows you how really scared I, I couldn't go in that pool Somehow that shark was, it scared the shit out of me. It was very realistic, too. I wish that there was a picture of it. I'd show it's a big, great white shark. I didn't jerk, but yeah, thank you for joining me for this. I I really like this idea and also the idea that me and you are going to be doing a movie podcast. We're going to be doing the Nightmare on Elm Street, it looks like is what is picked. in the craziest hodgepodge name that I could come up with just to make you laugh. That's what I did <laughs> because this is a combined deal because you have a Patreon yourself and you weren't going to push it, but I'm going to make you push it anyway because I'm a member as well. So you push it right now.
1: All right. It's uh com it. slash besotted geek. And uh, yes. yeah, if you Google besotted geek, you'll get, uh, you'll get all the information. And Even just your regular podcast too, that yeah. I listen to. Yeah. So if you, you like Stormtrack. Trek, theory. And
0: yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> and and here's the
0: deal. Listen listen to this here. And if you if you're a Star Wars fan, is you're basically listening in on the enemy to make sure they you know keep their P's and Q's right, That's what I no, I actually here's the thing, I always laugh at you about Star Trek. I am a Star Wars fan. I do like Star Trek, just not as much as Star Wars. So when the fight goes on, I will always support Star Wars, even though just like The Simpsons. I don't like all the stuff from Star Wars. I end up saying that I'm a Simpsons fan. I will not watch past season eight. So am I a fan? I don't think I'm a fan of early (laughs) deal. And Star Wars pretty much, I am, you know, at one point I didn't mind because I'm the original trilogy fan. And then you get the prequels. I'm like, okay, well, it's still even Steven here. I I like three. I don't like... And then the new ones came out and I, I end up, well, I don't really like as many... I am, so I don't know <laughs> But it, it was something big But yeah, my dad, big Star Trek fan so well, That's why you that's hate what, it. Yeah, but he, <laughs> if you know why I would hate it Is because I'd watch it And my dad would say Well, what do you think that episode was about? And I'd say, well, dad I, I think that it was like You know, Captain Kirk He's kind of smooth with the ladies <laughs> And he's fighting and All I would say is like You know, goofy stuff like yeah, I think that it shows that Kemp Kirk really is best friends with Spock. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It shows you that there's inequality <laughs> in, amongst people, and, and this is an allegory for this. I'm like, there's too much thinking going on. I don't need Boy, this. I, I, I wish just... he was
1: still around so we could have him on our show. Oh, yeah, my uh, God. Yeah, we do a theme every episode, too. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's, so, sounds...
0: so the theme would be <laughs> asshole fans <laughs> who bully their sons. <laughs> and and, and that, he sat there with us yelling. Ah, you you got to know this And this is what this is And this is going with the whole You know The the freedom for And this is Kennedy I, I, The things that he was telling me About what it meant and, You know All these things going on And you know it's like, It was always And it is it, it is a very good universe That stresses equality And things like that But he would just jam it in And start yelling and I'd have to sit there and agree with them. And I oh, I d you know, knew how to play the game. I'd be like, oh, oh Papa, <laughs> I didn't know that you were so smart. Oh, my, <laughs> you're such a learned man. And, and then I'd do that, and then I'd come to him one time. Hey, Dad, I think I want to be an archaeologist. What are you if moron? You're not going to get paid. Actually, what it was, you really think you can do that? You don't have the patience to just sit there for two seconds. Like he was no. right, actually. He was. Uh, so I would have I would have been one I would have been disgraced and kicked out because I would have fudged out to win and I would have just you know what are you doing? When do we it get it our off? bull whips? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? Where's the Nazis that I can punch? That's all I need. And also I, I gotta be named after the dog. That's what I do. But no, I'm named after my father. I'm the third. It's the worst. And, uh, yeah, and my grandfather hated me more. <laughs> he was a real, and, again, Star Trek fan, both of them. <laughs> I'd sit there. I wasn't allowed to talk. He was, too. My my grandfather, he loved old, like, my grandfather, too. And it's one of those things, like, I don't, my family's all But the idea that my, par- my parents, or my dad and my grand, they liked a lot of the things that I really like. And stuff I still like, but I wasn't allowed to talk to them about it because they just, they weren't nice to me. And they would accuse me of stealing things and, and just <laughs> weird shit. And then I'd have to play with my, you know, slow uncle who would try to rip my <laughs> pants off. Still, it was. And, and, and a deal, I have to say, and this is, here's where I, I was screeching halt. This is my Kate in the dumpster moment where I can get met. Uh, my, my slow uncle died recently of covid. So there you have it. Oh and that's what happened. Yeah, I found that out a little bit ago and I was torn because I did feel bad. But I'm like, you tortured me. That, that guy was just he was a, a brute of a man. He was like 20 and I was 10. And he just tried to pull my pants off and see weird <laughs> oh shit. who know? Hey, I don't even know that he wanted to do. He just seemed to want to rip my pants off and also yell about. he was a big Beatles fan, he was. Oh, and that in
1: common.:
0: Yeah, I'll tell you. why I know that the Beatles and Elvis and this is something I say all the time while I know the Beatles and Elvis are, are the greatest things ever, is my girlfriend in college, she had a deaf aunt. Who never ever, you know, she her ears were screwed up when she was born, so she never heard anything. Huge Elvis and Beatles fan. <laughs> yeah, that's how big they were. <laughs> you have people who never heard a sound and they loved them. But yeah, you now this has gone off the rails. <laughs> this is what always happens. I don't know what happens with me. I start talking and freaking stupid. Uh, you can tell too. And I do want to apologize. I am not used to talking with people and this i'm talking in general in life i, I sit <laughs> oh, down neither. in the basement so i do i am desperately trying to not interrupt i can't help it i i try this is also my nonsense in my head stuff like that but no, i hope that people enjoyed this i hope that i end up but well i end up having that's why if if you listen to some things now i am actually forcing myself to say now you go because <laughs> i i'm so i, don't know, I, I was i was uh, taken
1: aback a couple times <laughs>
0: Well, that's okay. it's because Wait, I I'm used to. Yeah, really. No, I think you're like, what, he's shutting up? I mean, really? I, we, I thought we were talking about my first issue, not his idea of, of what Jim Gordon wears <laughs> for his GQ shoe. <laughs> so if anybody wanted to search, I wish there was internet when I was a kid because I do actually, me and my buddy Pete, have shots of us pretending we're in like the Sears catalog and undies. Very, very odd photos wow. I'm, And why I said about Batman I was always the throwing the football and, and we would laugh all the time You know, we did weird We also have a series of pictures at one point Where we were going around town Doing weird stuff with people's pumpkins On their porches And we had pictures of that too. was fun stuff Then later, we ended up... Uh, me and my but jay was pete's uh brother we ended up where this guy that we knew had one of those uh, well his mother had one of those freaky like real doll, not real doll but the, the one like the real baby dolls like the ladies who get the baby doll and pretend it's a real baby okay. you ever see them like that because they can't have any more kids and this is and, and we we took the doll and took it around town and the seediest places, the stuff, and then sending her the pictures. And she freaked out. She she never talked to us again. She was so pissed. At one point, we went on this construction site and we had the baby there and it was like working the backhoe. It looked like, oh, it's the best. And then it was at the strip bar, all these things. But yeah, she, she didn't like that. She actually did think of that baby as a real baby and we, we really screwed with her. But that has nothing to do with Batman. Yeah, that's just crazy stuff Yeah, I haven't, I haven't slept much this weekend So I am getting a little goofy now Yeah, we ended up uh, going out uh, yesterday for a mixed martial arts tournament Didn't work out for me or my son who ended up tapping out twice oh. And uh, yeah, he didn't win He ended up, he was pissed He was, came in second his first tournament And then this one, this was at, the first tournament was a jiu-jitsu tournament This was actually pretty much like UFC Mix and he, uh, hes not used to getting hit in the face. And then the guys were—one guy was choking him with you at the to t- Yeah, really? <laughs> no, I—I let—they the, just beat me up. They, they can see it. They and they also—the uh, one guy choked him out, and the other guy was pretty much about to dislocate his elbow. Jesus. And yeah, he ended up tapping out. It was awful, but that's that. That's that's it. So thanks everybody. And yeah, if you want to come on and talk. Uh, do anything uh, do that because I me, me and Stork have talked a bunch of times that we have a, a bunch of podcast ideas that we have going around. We just have to kind of nail them down. But we are going to be doing that movie podcast, which I'm going to lean heavily on Stork here because that's what you do. You yeah. do a lot of movie podcasts. I really haven't done any. So I am not used to that sort of format, but I listen to all yours. And so I will be ready to go, uh, including the uh, black hole. The, the One of the latest ones, oh, which might have been my least favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I, I sat there listening, there. and, and they're talking, and you're like, yeah, you know, this is pretty boring. I'm like, yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> and and it really, <laughs> with that movie, you know who, seriously, shout out, Reggie, one of his favorite <laughs> movies of all time. He loved it. He thought that movie was great. And uh, I, I yeah. yell at him all the time. It is boring as shit, that movie. It's so, and it is not a kid's, speaking of something where it could be your first thing and ruin you, that was not a kid's movie. And it, in the way that it was boring and had old people that nobody would know as a kid. Right. right? That was and our theme, just,
1: kid's movie. Yeah. And, and we got some suggestions and votes and that one. And we're watching it. My wife and I do the podcast. And yep. I'm like, who are we supposed awesome. to glom on to here? Ernie Bordenine? And, and, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. That, yeah. And, and I don't mind. Ernest now, but he's not the, the first thing that pops up. That it's kids not steal. Luke Skywalker. No, it is not. <laughs> but yeah, and actually just to, to push that on your Patreon, you do the movie podcast and everybody gets to vote on the movie. You have themes and you do it with your wife mm-hmm. and she's pretty funny. <laughs> and the idea is, too, that you, you guys seem to get pretty drunk. At some point, so, well. uh, you at least you, you have some drinks because uh, you have a themed drink for each deal. And I, I thought of that. I'm like, are we going to do that for the, the nightmare? Because I'll be drunk because yeah, I haven't we'll drank in like 20, something. 25 years. Actually, we're going to make burgers is what we're going to do. We'll, we'll have a burger <laughs> deal. And uh, then I, I could come up with some Freddy we'll come up Crew with, burger. Yes. Sure. Oh, I will come up with something it doesn't have to be a burger, but we should do somewhat of that thing. We'll come up with a snack Because yeah, I've I haven't drank in like twenty-five years and uh, it wouldn't be great. If I did my kids would go nuts. I I'll drink for couple. both of us, Jim. Don't worry. Yeah, we could do that. But yeah, you guys <laughs> should check out uh Stork's old uh his one of my same Patreon. I'm terrible at pushing things. I really oh, am me but too, I will, I will put it in the show notes as well of this so no, everybody can click on and check it out. And yeah, so Thank you for joining me. Thanks for this walk down memory lane when yes. your mom almost ruined you for comics forever <laughs> uh, but yeah, and maybe we'll we'll do this because the idea also i just one last thing is this doesn't even have to be comics the first and best type deal. This could be anything. this could be your first you know television show or your first sci-fi movie or something mm-hmm. like that i think that it'd be cool to hear a lot of different things about first and or best if you want to do your best deal so thank you for joining me for this inaugural deal and we'll be going off and thanks everybody and again we'll be doing that movie podcast next couple of weeks or so but we'll be doing it this spooky month of october <laughs> so thanks everybody thank you stork thank you and talk to you later See ya.